As women working in the youth service in Wigan on Lee with limited resources, we had to get the job done of supporting young people by any means possible. Our practice focused on young people, their lives, their achievements, their stories. These podcasts focus on our stories as youth workers, the favours we pulled, the collaborations we made, the small untruths we told, the antics we got up to and the lives we changed, which of course included our own. I hope you enjoy our stories. I could not let a young woman walk past me. We reached out to young women in their communities to offer support to access the various projects. The projects could offer both formal and informal settings and also training opportunities for the young women. We had creche workers. The creche workers provided a crucial service to enable the young women to participate The creche workers also gave the young women support and advice in their children's development. They were qualified and extremely professional. Can I ask a question? Because, you know, because I've got a background in in youth working girls and young women's work, but I'd really like to hear about how you got, how you reached out. You talked about outreach work, how you did the outreach, how you actually got the got young women involved, got them into the into the young mothers group. It's because that's that that can be a massive challenge because young women aren't out there. Or they weren't you didn't used to be out there on the streets the way you could, you could I mean you can women. answer some of that how you did it. I think from those earlier days where the women's centres built up, um I left the women's centre in Wesley Mains. Was it Wesley Mains? Yeah. Wesley Hall, Wesley Hall, it was. Yeah. Yeah. I left the Women's Centre there and after a spate at college, I then came back and I then started to work in Platt Ridge. And what happened there was you had Marie who was working with young women. You had me who was doing mixed work, but also working with Marie and working with Sue who was doing work with young men. But what we decided between us, I wouldn't stay in the office in the youth centre. I would be there at the evenings and whatever was being organised. But I would stay with you and Sue. And so you worked with social workers, you worked with um, housing, you worked with everybody. And so it wasn't just about going out doing outreach. All those agencies referred in referred in as well and and in the centre you had Betty who was the pinnacle of the work around that area along with who did we mention before? Betty and her husband were both yeah Betty was the uh, caretaker yeah and uh, lived on the estate she knew everybody yeah so it wasn't necessarily that we had to go out and find it all the time. I and mean, you did, Marie. Yeah. But one young girl, one young woman would tell another young woman. And, and because we worked in a multi-agency way, and because they believed in Marie and what Marie was doing, and they believed in the centre, because the centre used to open up and have a toy day at Christmas 
where we'd collect everything and the social services would collect them and we'd give out tickets and they'd come through. And then you talk to young women as they're coming in as well. So at its early stages where you did a lot of outreach work, but I think that additive helped that being multi-agency I could not let a young woman walk past me. No, no. And I did talking to Laurie, we'd be, you know, mm. deciding where we were going mm. that day, and I'd be like, cross yeah. the road, hello, yeah. hello, yeah. hello, what's your name? Yeah. La, 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 la. Yeah. I go and knock on your door, and I go and knock on your door, yeah. and I go and knock on your door. Till you eventually you call. But with me working in, in a mixed group, I could talk to the girls, and I did outreach with the women workers of the centre. And we had girls' nights and Marie had women's women's daytime work. So it was about joining the, that thinking up. Yeah. And I, when I'm doing outreach work, I'm saying, oh, by the way, there's a young women's group. But you looked at the ages and you looked at the need and, and you'd, we'd pass them on to each other. So like I had problems with a young woman in the centre who was giving one of our youth workers a heck of a lot of um, hassle. Um, and I went to Marie and said, look, I need to ban her from the centre, but I don't, she's a troubled young woman, I don't want her left. And you took her on board, didn't you? I did. You know, and, and that's how no, we no. actually worked. But actually, when she came, but she wouldn't come in, I said, oh, right, I didn't realise yourself, but it's stuck up. I am not stuck up. She was really, really angry. And I went, don't worry. You know, I've got to respect, you know. You think you're too good for us. Don't worry about it. So she ended up coming in. And uh, she could be an army. But uh, she was an amazing young woman as well. And uh, she really did a lot with the girls and young women of group as well. Um, and um, I'm sad to say she's, she passed away. She took her own life. Um, oh. A couple of years back, a uh, mum died suddenly, and that was her mainstay. Yeah. I've already told another tale on another recording about yeah. the young woman and yeah. what we did, Sue and I. Um, but same with the young men. Sue worked with the young men, and I'd work with Sue on any issues. I actually brought in, um, I know we're talking about young women, but this is related to the young women. We, there was a lot of drugs going on. We'd been to quite a few funerals of young people, hadn't we? And um, these young men thought they were really big and everything. But the girls were telling us tales of how they were being treated and what was going on, and Marie was passing information over. So I was um, I brought in a college friend who I know had had a lot of trouble on Hagfold Estate. Um, but she'd also got a son who was a drug addict, so she knew anything that you needed to know. So Sue was trying to challenge these young men. She brought me in, and I brought her in, and it was the best session we'd ever had with those young men. Uh, really good, because we talked about how they treat their partners, how they treat girls, and so we did alternative work with them of what we knew about work with girls and young women, and um, she there was nothing. They used to say, well, who are you? Tell us who you think you are, you know. And they just left us out of it. So me and Sue was like, because mm. she was the strongest woman I've ever known. And she just said, go on, ask me a question about drugs. There was nothing they couldn't say to her that she didn't know. 
And she was on one of the toughest estates going then. That's where the other women's centre was, Eggfold. Eggfold, yeah. I knew her, but I only, only came back to me. Um, and, and what she did was challenge them every step of the way. And there were two young people who were really friend, good friends. And the others were just listening. Because I know in that group, they wouldn't even eat together or anything. You know, you, we put a cake or biscuits on the table. And it's like, what's them for? You know, not having them. Anyway, um, cut, cut, long story short, some of the other lads said, thanks a lot to her. I looked at us and said, we'll see you two again. Oh, all right, then, see you again. And uh, two of the lads stayed back and one said, I want to give up drugs and I am beating up my girlfriend and we do have children and I don't want to do that to them. And um, his other mate said to him, look, I'll help you. I'll help you, but I'm not giving up my drugs, but I'll help you. So if that was only one lad, and we talked about after that, what did he want to do? What did he used to do? And he was good at fishing and stuff. And uh, he said, I'll start fishing again and I'll, I'll change my life around. And he did. Wow, he that's did. So, but that was bringing in somebody that, you know, knew more about the pain of having a son who was on drugs and who'd robbed her and all sorts. And it worked, but it worked for those young people to think about what are they doing to the young women. And then we had the conversations with the young women after. I think for us, when we sort of come in, because, you know, particularly sort of Wicked Memory and that, you know, we knew about women's work and things like that. So um, for me personally, um, I sort of got the young people out when I was doing detached work. And I would be out on the streets and I'd identify, you know, in a safe large group, uh, we needed to get the girls away from sort of the lads and think they need working on their own because, you know, Wigan, I have to be honest, is one of the forefront, I think, from, from my experience, for women's work. And um, that's how we sort of identified. I think we still do it today, yeah. you know, but... Getting the funding today is completely different than yeah. back in your day because, you know, many a time through my career of last, say, 10, if not long, 15 years, forget women's group going now, you know. And there's a need. There's a need for it. There's even no. a bigger need, yeah. anyway. There's a need yeah. for it. And men's work and as well. Yeah. It's got to be both, hasn't it? Because counteract them stereotypes. Yeah. But we, we knew Wigan had a really good women's work you know, what you'd done prior, to, we sort of stepped up. Whereas was detached work, where we tended to identify young girls and yeah. start groups up. I think the young young mums groups that I initially did right at the beginning, I've only done a few of them because mm. they sort of was fading out as I come into the service. There was, them women was basically referred even from school because there was young mums mm. or via health, health workers. That was a lot of door knocking to encourage them, to support, to and there was there was hard work some of them young women to engage. But one of the one of the best things I ever did was do you remember International Women's Day at Pemberton? Mm-hmm. At what was Pemberton yeah. High School yeah. when? Yeah. Um, it was Beglum, but yeah. it was fantastic. It was attended by over it was hundred, wasn't it? It was over hundred young people, young we women. Some, we did some good outreach outside them schools. We did. 
We did some really good outreach. Here. It worked. And that was Marie's tactics. Just follow them. Just follow them. Just get up, come. Just follow them. <laughs> but it was an absolutely fantastic event. We just kept coming. Everybody coming. There. Yeah. The school's kind of in the middle, so you've got Marsh Green. Yeah. You've got Nola. We've got Wesley Wesley And they were coming there, and they were coming there, and they were coming there. Coming over the field. It oh, was just... But the, the stuff that we had there was like B&Q, learning women how to paint and decorate. It was a, like colour coordinate, and then there was your traditional like cooking and as, things as like well that. as that that group. But the, was that day was also organised. Do you know we made a video of organising that? I don't know where that video went. Uh, we brought because uh, I, I was I was kind of I don't know where I was. God, I've been moved into I don't know how many jobs. Whatever I was doing, I was working in the community as well. So I was linking up with. Uh, Somebody from leisure, somebody from... And Wigan was very good at that, working with... Diff- so you came together, you said, we've got organising a, a day for International Day. Oh, all right, well, I can do this, I can do that. It weren't all another meeting for another meeting for another meeting. No, it had to be... Because I, I actually worked with... God, I wish I could remember her name. She was based in Pemberton. She travelled all the way from Stockport every day. Uh, and... Uh, and she, she wasn't a youth worker, was she? No, she weren't a youth worker. No. She worked in health and she did a lot of work with women. And uh, she used to say, she'd go, it was all right. Is, are we done now? I go, yeah, that's it. It's going to happen. That date, it's going to happen. We'll all, whoever said they're going to do something, we'll do, we'll do something. She said, I can't get over this. She said, I come every day just for this. She said, in Stockport, we'd have to have 10 meetings about what we're going to have on the agenda. Never mind what we're going to talk about. So that was pretty good. So there were other yeah, agencies involved in that in that day. And uh, I, can, I can remember the food. It was like the feeding of the 5,000. It was. It was uh, and some people had taken more food. So there weren't enough. So I was going around going, now you've got to eat all that. Give me some back. Give me some back. Give, come here. Give me some back. Give me some back. And I dishing it back out again. And Maureen was making toast. And when we were doing like a bit of a feedback at the end, we were recording a bit of a feedback. She said, I'm never making toast ever again. That was all she could say that. about it. We did a bit of everything with me on that day because we were running around like a blue ass. There were backs, we had backs, yeah. kids were doing stuff. There was crash. There was a crash, wasn't there? My, my granddaughter, my, well, my granddaughter is 30 now. She came and was doing some artwork. We had an artist, we had. And what was good at the time, we had a lot of, um, there was a lot of people in Norley who had been moved from London. Really good mix of uh, all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of colour, uh, who had been, you know, I think at the time the government were moving people around the country uh, in their attempt to deal with it. And uh, what happened in Norley and around that area, they got really welcomed. And really enjoyed living there. And they, uh, some of the, those women were doing all kinds of food as well. Like you could go and taste. It was yeah. a fantastic, uh, uh, it was just an amazing day. And a lovely uh, local councillor who was brilliant, uh, you know, came. And, and my friend Nikki came. And I think she was doing some music. Oh, God, it was just. It was, I'd only been in service me about six months. I was like, was totally swept up with me with this thing. I was running around like a 
blue-ass flag, trying to gather up all these young women from yesterday to doing loads of door-knocking prior to it and standing outside of schools, <laughs> giving out leaflets. And then on the day, just literally, I don't think I sat down from start to finish. And if you, if you did sit down, you weren't sat down for two minutes because Marie would be going, get a brush if you're not doing late. <laughs> <laughs> Come out of here, get the way. Go and get that van and bring it round. <laughs> it was mad, but it was a brilliant day. There was over, and we got a lot of uh, young girls' group and young mums' groups from that event as well, I think. Certainly groups that I carried on after that event. So it didn't just end there, which I think was good. It it, it progressed from there with some groups. Well, it was a culmination was, as well of some yeah. of the groups who'd been involved with different yeah. services as well, you know, coming together. But we were good at that. We were very good. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed our stories, please like and share. Also, listen out for further episodes. We would also like to thank all the women youth workers who have given their time, Ingle and Lee Libraries, for providing our meeting and recording space, the Empowerment People for funding the project, and Murray and Sally for coordinating, Marie Brookfield and Sue Lewis for coordinating the group venues and refreshments in Wigan. Paul Lewis for recording, editing, producing, providing the music and general podcast know-how. Ali Hambre for coordinating our launch event. Arch by Flatboy for the launch artwork. Erden Fitzroy, whose training set us on the right path to podcasting. Polly Playford, designs for our logo and podcast artwork. Chapter One Cafe and Gracious Grub for feeding us. Youth Focus Northwest for giving our resources a home. All wonderful youth workers who believed in us, supported us over the years. And the young people who one way or another enriched our lives. You'll find links to social media channels in the show notes.